Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Coffee Explorer podcast. I'm your host, Jen Stone, and today I will take you on an exploration of a very special coffee from Kenya. So grab your passport, let's hustle through security and jump on that flight to Nairobi. Last time I went over to Africa, I did fly through London with a 12 hour layover. Let's see, I took Delta from the East Coast from Atlanta. So it was about an 18 hour flight, but I was able to, I had enough time to uh, take the train out to Piccadilly Circus and grab a taxi cab. And I had the driver ask him to just take me around to all the highlights of London. And it was just a really useful way to spend 12 hours since I had never been there before. It was fascinating. But then I got Kenya Airways down to Nairobi. I, was, I arrived quite early in the morning. Luckily, there was someone there to pick me up. And as we left the airport, the sun was rising. I looked over to my left, I would say a half mile away, there's a giraffe. It's like, we are in Africa now. It was just amazing. And Safari is on my radar uh, for the near future. I cannot wait. I follow Mikato Safaris and a couple other outfitters and just seeing the wildlife there, the big five, all the beautiful things that Safari entails just really speaks to me almost as much as the coffee from this beautiful country. But back to the cup in front of me, Kenya AA Maru Gichigene Cooperative. So the cooperative is actually a group of farmers named Katheri, 2,200 farmers that are uh, managed by this board led by Gichigene. And it is actually a, it's called a factory in Kenya, but a mill on the eastern slopes of Mount Kenya, which is north of Nairobi and just almost close to the center of the country. The soil is extremely volcanic, very rich in minerals, and has a great climate for producing these extraordinary Kenya coffees. And the reason why I think that this coffee is so good is that the everyone who works at the mill and the different farms are they're cross-trained on all the different aspects of producing the coffee. So the guys at the mill go out to the farm. Uh, they learn how to farm the coffee, pick the coffee, print the coffee. There is a staff who trains people on the best farming practices, gives them access to the best organic fertilizers and testing their soils, pH levels. So they're not messing around and they really make an effort that pays off in the cup to make sure that the coffee is quality. Besides that, they are Rainforest Alliance and UTS certified and they are Fair Trade and also Direct Trade certified. So this Kenya is roasted by CL Coffee and it has achieved their designation, uh, the designation called Cafe Privé Select, which means it has a certain level criteria that encompasses complexity, sweetness, body, and acidity. And um, the, the, the idea is that most anyone can taste the complexity of this or a Cafe Privé select coffee. So when I taste this coffee, I definitely get a very structured cup, lots of layers, fragrant and spices, a little bit of chocolate, but mostly brown sugars. I am also tasting some 
Um, juicy fruits, juicy red fruits, like really ripe strawberries and raspberries, along with baking spices. And, and then the cupping notes say Darjeeling tea. So this really high quality, sweet, dark black tea note. Kenya is sometimes called the Barolo of the coffee world in that it is polarizing, it's, it's complex, it's intense. This coffee isn't dark at all, but it is so full flavored. It does have a nice amount of body, but it has a presence, very lavish. I would have this coffee with, I mean, first I could just drink it every morning for breakfast, but as an occasion coffee, I would definitely have it with a very broad brunch. When I say broad, I mean like from, from French toast, buttery French toast, to big slabs of applewood smoked bacon. Just really would stand up to that type of, of meal. Another interesting thing about Kenya coffee, and this, this coffee is washed. All Kenya coffee is washed. They will not leave it. <laughs> the, the Kenya government, uh, the coffee board, will not let coffee leave the country as a natural processed coffee, which means in the washed coffees, the cherries are picked and uh, immediately put into giant fermentation tanks, washed with water, a few times, in this case a few times from this really fresh clean water from the Kithaka River and then uh, dried on raised African drying beds and bagged from there. In the natural process the coffee cherries would be left onto the seeds to dry completely which causes some fermentation and then I due to climate and other uncontrollable circumstances in this growing region it is not allowed so these coffees made their way to the u.s via an importer named coffee bailey uh, she is a kenyan native and grew up in the u.s she was a wall street finance executive and through some economic studies she was doing realized that she had the connections to find some really extraordinary coffees and help charge a premium or superior price for the people who create them. She does a really curated job of bringing these great coffees to the U.S. and I am super appreciative that she has. You can find this coffee at cl.world, that's c-i-e-l dot world, and look under the coffee portfolio there. And if you have any questions, of course, you can email me. I could talk a lot more about the coffees of Kenya and we'll plan on doing so in future episodes. Uh, I'd like to pull back the curtain on one of my favorite farmers there, St. James, and talk more about how their coffees are so extraordinary. If you'd like to try this coffee and other Cafe Privé Select designated coffees, you can find them at cl.world. That's C-I-E-L dot world.